0: Brothers and sisters in Christ, welcome to this podcast presented and based on the Smith's for Devotional. My name is Victoria Iyag. I'm a Christian blogger, author of Mission for Jesus.blog, and I am blessed to be a host for this podcast. And without further delay, let us start with prayer. Father God, I might of me, it's a lot of us as we study your word right now. Lead us, guide us, instruct us in your, your holy word. So that your word, because the word says that we shall know the truth and shall set us free, so that we shall be free and walk by the power and truthfulness and holiness of your word in Jesus Christ's name we pray, Amen. The title of today's teaching is. Resurrection life. The title after the teaching is resurrection life. So we will read as key verse Philippians chapter two verse five, and additionally we will read our scriptural reading for the day, which is in Romans chapter six from verse one to verse fourteen. So let us start with Philippians chapter two verse five, and as usual, we are reading from the New King James Version. Philippians 2.5 Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. Now Romans chapter 6 from verse 1 to verse 14. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death, Therefore we were buried with Him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of His death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of His resurrection, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with Him that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. Now if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him, for the death that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. Likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus alone. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey it in its lusts. And do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under law, but under grace. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. So today we're talking about resurrection life. This is what Smith Trigger's says here. Have you been to the place of illumination? Illumination means that your very mind, which was depraved, is now the mind of Christ. The very nature that was bound now has a resurrection touch. Your very body has come into contact, come in contact with the life of God until you who were lost are found and you who were dead are alive again by the resurrection power of the world of the life of Christ. What a glorious inheritance in the spirit. So let's just focus on this part first. Illumination means you now have the mind of Christ. I love the way we usually say, what would Jesus do? I love it. But I want us to go further and say, what would Jesus think about this situation? What would Jesus, because from his actions, from his behavior, from his lifestyle, we know kind of what Jesus thinks, you know, and in Christ Jesus the Lord says that we have the mind of Christ, so like we have to reach a level where we have this revelation and this faith that the Bible says the truth when it says that we have the mind of Christ, as me to what says yeah, if you have not yet reached believing that you have the mind of Christ and his resurrection life in you, don't be afraid to take the steps to get there, and what does it mean to take the steps together it's like you read a verse in the bible and you are like wow this is too good to be true and but nevertheless you know that god doesn't lie so you know that this is the truth but if you are not yet experiencing it you can decide for example you get on your knees you present the verse to god you say this is what you said in your world but lord I'm, i ask for your forgiveness i don't yet believe it and i'm not yet experiencing it because i do not believe it help me teach me help me to believe this and to take it as your word and this is like a step that you're taking forward and god is going to like to bless this step that you're taking and like reveal the word to you and it's also your decision also to decide that okay if this is what the word of god says i choose to believe it by the holy spirit who lives in you you are made alive so the life that is in you you know um, it is no longer i who live it is christ who lives in me you know the verse right it's no longer you living it is christ living in you and his life this resurrection life that that you know life okay such that like you do you know that nobody killed jesus he had to give up the ghost he has to give he had to give up his life because there was so much life in him that nobody could kill him they crucified him yeah but he had to give up the ghost he he said it in his word i give my life he gave his life actually so that that same life there's so much life in you it's no longer you who lives it's christ who lives in you so there's so much life that this life the holy spirit in you he quickens your body he, he 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 puts life in your flesh he he like if you go and study a little bit God's generals, even especially let's say even Smith because this is someone who said that like never that he's never gonna be on an operation table for surgery or anything like that. And God maintained his health. And even when he died, he did not die sick because the Bible doesn't say that you must die sick. No, you can you can enjoy your life and be satisfied in the Lord and then decide, okay, I'm ready to go and you can like collect all your children and grandchildren and great grandchildren and bless everybody and say, Okay, goodbye. Oh, you can look at TV Joshua's death. He wasn't sick or anything. You can go and preach and enjoy this moment of preaching and then you go and sit down and then you return to the Lord. It, it doesn't have to be. I, 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 who said you even had to die? You can also be taken away like Enoch, okay? So we don't have to limit God. You can be taken away like Enoch or, or like, um, like Elijah. Yeah, Elijah and the 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 chariots of fire you can be taken away just like that so like why would we be so why would we be so like scared of that while we have life in ours so really i want us to grasp this to grasp this that this resurrection life lives in you in such a way that even when you lay hands on the sick, you're releasing the life of the Holy Spirit. Well, like when you go through the Divine Healing Technician training, I went through it. I'm a set Divine Healing Technician. Um, trained by, under the teachings of Brother Gary Blake, whom I like to call Apostle Gary Blake. And like you can go on the website, you can go through the teachings, I, I think I added a link in the description, it's it's a great idea. So as I was trying to explain in the training, among the things that I said, like when you cast out the demon or the spirit of infirmity, and like you lay hands, you command the thing to get out, you also release the life of the Holy Spirit. You can say to what you want, I release the life of the Holy Spirit into your body, or you can believe it, just believing it, and you're releasing this life into this person. So you're so full, that, put in your mind that you're so full of the life of Christ, okay, that nobody can kill you. Uh, you would have to give up your life like Jesus did because the word of God says, as is are in this world. But if you believe it, it's going to be your reality. So as you lay hands on the sick, you are releasing the life of the Holy Spirit in them. And that's how they also receive their own healing, their own help, their own healing at that moment. I mean, and they regain uh, strength and life and so i have this little testimony that i want to share this is a story that i i love so it's a banquet a banquet that had been organized for it looks like it was a banquet that was organized for people who are distressed the lame the weary the blind the deceased i love the idea i think we should do that more often i think some churches do that but they do that like to Make them have a nice time, nice music, dancing and stuff. But not really to set them free. Or if it's to pray for them, it's just to pray for them to cope with the sickness and disease. But this time, it was this banquet. Like, Smith, we and the others who organized it, probably. They organized it because the purpose was to, set, was to set people free. Not just to pity them, but to set them free. So he says that there was a man... Uh, there was a boy there. A boy who came with his father, probably, yeah. So there was a boy there and that that boy was encased in iron from top to bottom so he probably had lots of problems at the level of his bones reason why he was encased completely in iron from top to bottom but they lifted him up and they placed him on the platform and hands were laid on him in the name of Jesus and he started shouting papa papa it's going all over me oh papa come and take these irons off and so they took the irons off and the boy was completely healed because the power of the holy spirit like just flowed through him when they were laying hands on him he thought the power of the Holy Spirit was just running through him. And this is it, the resurrection life, the same life, okay? The same power, the same Holy Spirit who raised Jesus Christ from the dead. He lives in you and it's his life that when you lay hands on the sick, nothing—not the sickness and disease cannot jump on you. But instead, this life flows, rivers of living water streaming into everlasting life. This life flows and, and sets that person free. And it makes me think of the story about John G. Lake. I don't remember the exact name of the plague but there was a plague in a certain country and people were surprised that he wasn't getting sick so he said something like you can put the thing in my hand and we we'll put it back to the mic- on the microscope and you see that it died because I have the life of God in me so to say that's kind of what he said and they tested it they put the you know like when you have a sample and in that sample you know that there are specific microorganisms which cause a specific disease and you can put it on the microscope and see that it's still alive it's still moving so they did the before and then the after, after they put it in his hands and they clearly saw that it died in his hands. This is the type of life that you have, life that eliminates sickness and disease, life that breaks witchcraft, life, life, resurrection life. So I want us to hear this and believe this because this is the thing, okay? So um, this is the quote for today. God rejoices when we manifest a faith that holds him to his word. God rejoices when we manifest a faith that holds him to his word. And I'll take a little example. For example, he says, you shall lay your hands on the sick and they shall recover. If you decide that you take him at his word and you go and lay hands on the sick, he rejoices that you manifest a faith that holds him to his word. So, let us pray. Father God, Almighty, King of Kings and Lord of Lords, we thank you for the scripture We thank you for encouraging us. We thank you for revealing to us that since we are in Christ Jesus, your life just flows in us. We have rivers rivers, of living water streaming, flowing unto everlasting life. So we springing up to everlasting life, flowing unto everlasting life, streams of joy, like we would say, like some would say. So we thank you, Lord, for life, for life from your Holy Spirit, for your Holy Spirit. And we just accept what it means because it's no longer I who lives it is Christ who lives in me so thank you Lord in Jesus Christ's name amen amen so thank you so much for thank you so much for listening from start to finish if you've been blessed and edified, I am grateful to God please like let us know like share to people testify on social media just shade if you've been blessed if you've been edified also please make yourself available for tomorrow's episode it's one new episode every single day and additionally if you have any prayer requests like any prayer request whether it's health finances, deliverance mental health even whatever it is the life of the holy spirit is available okay to set you free so contact me and i'll be willing to pray. I'll see you again. Goodbye!